We could choose how generous we want to be. It's something that is just important in our daily life, in our family, so why wouldn't we do that in our business as well? It really is the kind of thing, if you build it in from day one, as just part of this is how we do it, then it just works. Yeah, it just becomes part of who you are. This is Down to Earth Conversations, where we hear from ordinary people who are helping to bring a bit of heaven down to earth. Kia ora i te ki Down to Earth Conversations. This is our last interview episode for 2022, although I am hoping to have a little special something to bring you before Christmas, as long as I can get my ducks in a row and, and get it organised, so uh, watch out for that. Over the last couple of weeks I've had to give a little running to help fund another year of the podcast. I don't make anything out of this, uh, but there are a number of costs, so I'm grateful to everyone who pitched in to make this sustainable for me. I also should probably mention that our business is essentially a silent sponsor of this podcast, uh, paying for my time and, and a whole bunch of other things. So if you want to support the podcast, check out sugarlips.co.nz and uh, yeah, get some good cake decorating stuff going on and help support the podcast and sponsor some charities while you're at it. Today's episode is a little bit different. A few weeks back, one of my kids told me that I should be interviewing them, that I hadn't done that for the first three years. And I thought, well, I haven't had any kids on the podcast, but it's actually never too early to learn about bringing a bit of heaven down to earth. And I've been wanting an excuse to have Bex join me on the podcast, so I thought, why not make this a whole whānau thing? So that's what we have today. Uh, First, I talked to Sophia and Mackenzie together and get some little pearls of wisdom from them. Then a brief chat with our four-year-old Cora, which is honestly at times a bit like getting blood out of a stone, but at others contains little nuggets of pure gold, before rounding off the episode with a all with Bex around creativity, generosity and inclusion. So let's get into it. This is episode 63 of Down to Earth Conversations. Here's the Dixon Fano. Welcome to the podcast, Mackenzie and Sophia. Kia ora. Hi. Sup. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here to talk about making the world a better place, which is what the podcast is really about. Mm-hmm. So when you think about making the world a better place, what sorts of things come to mind for you guys? Being eco-friendly. Yeah. Why is being eco-friendly about making the world a better place? Because then you don't use plastic as much. Yeah, and how does that help us? There's no, like, plastic bottles or wrappers anywhere. Yeah? And is that a good thing? Yeah. Because where do they end up? Water. Yeah, some of them do, don't they? The ocean, and then the turtles think that they're jellyfish. Yeah. And eat them. And I have this fact... It takes one glass bottle one million years to decompose and return to the earth. A long time. (laughs) It's a long time. Yeah. What else else can we do to make the world a better place? What sorts of things come to mind? Help animals. Yeah. 
like rescuing them instead of just leaving them to die. Yeah. And stop cutting down the forests that they live in. So doing, protecting nature and and all the things that live out there in the world. What else is, so we've got uh, being eco-friendly and we've got looking after animals and not cutting down forests and things. What not else? committing crime. Yeah, so, so not doing <laughs> bad stuff. Yeah. That's always a good help. Yeah. So we've talked about lots of things that we should not do. What are some things that we can do? Support firefighters and things like that. So people that are serving us, we can help them. Use more like solar panel electricity instead of the electricity that we currently use. Give things you don't need to the homeless. So looking at people who don't have what we have and helping them. And, yeah. And also using renewable things so that we're not just using up all the world's resources. Yeah. Giving people and other animals homes to live in, like Cola. Yep, Cola's our cat. And he, where did we find him? SPCA. And where did they find him? In the compost. In the, in the compost. With yeah. his siblings. Yeah. And, and his mum died. Well, we, we don't know what happened to his mum, but somebody, well, somebody obviously up. didn't want him, so they put him in a compost heap. And now he lives with us, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now we're going to get another one to torture us at 3am. <laughs> <laughs> so at school, you guys used to talk about making your day. What, is, what does it mean to make someone's day? It means, like, complimenting them or, like, helping them in some way. Yeah. It means like making their day good or better than it was. Yeah. And what is so you said complimenting? What mm. what other ways what other ways can we make someone's day? Get stuff for them. Smile at them. Yeah. So smile at them? Yeah, just like just doing a simple smile can make someone's day. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like big changing the world mm. things. It can just be little things that might make someone's day. Yeah. Make them laugh. Yeah. We don't do much laughing around here, do we? Yes, we do. We've done plenty. <laughs> See, you're laughing right now. You can't say that and then start laughing, Dad. Well, I guess it doesn't we don't laugh for Dad's jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, harsh. that's true. Uh, kids' jokes are better. <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the road? Why? To get away from your terrible jokes. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Awesome. Um, when you think of when you guys are feeling a bit down or a bit frightened, or, you know, scared of something, a bit worried about something, what is it that people can do to you to make your day? Someone including me or, like, just talking to me. Yeah. In, including you, so making you feel like you're not alone. Like, alone. Yeah. Because sometimes, like you go to a new class or something, like so, like you've you've been to like hip hop classes and gymnastics and things like that, and when you go along, you're always a bit nervous, eh? Yeah. But someone just coming alongside you and finding out your name and things like that that helps, eh? Because I made some friends in both classes. Yeah. By saying hi to them. Yeah. And did that make them feel good too? Yeah. 
Yeah, so just including people and being included is really cool, though. Helps you feel like you belong. Yeah. What about you, Sophia? Cats. Cats help you feel better? Yeah. Yeah? I think I think she wants any, anything for it to make her feel better. Yeah. Little warmy fuzzy balls. So some of the things that help you feel better is actually just noticing things in nature that are already good, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing for me, being alone. Do you just sometimes feel like being alone just gives you a chance to recharge? Yeah. So again, back to you, Sophia, what's something that, uh, apart from like just noticing things in nature, what's something that someone can do to you to help you feel better when you're feeling a bit worried or nervous or something? Just being nice, really. What does being nice look like? Playing with me, talking to me, saying hi. Is it always easy to be kind? No. Not really. It's kind of hard to be kind to people who aren't kind to me. Yeah. But do you find that sometimes if you're kind to somebody, that they start being kind to? Yeah. Because sometimes... Maybe they're just feeling nervous or feeling left out or something, and as soon as you're kind to them, it makes them feel like they belong. Yeah? Yeah. Well, when I was trying to be kind to somebody once, they just completely ignored me and called me a name when I was trying to be kind to them, and then they walked off. Mm. So it doesn't always work, does it? Not really. But is it still worth trying? Yeah, yeah. Another way that I like to talk about um, bringing good into the world is through creating things, through, you know, doing art or... Things like that, and just bringing beauty into the world. Art, art, art. Yeah, Sophia's just pointing to all the art on the fridge. Um, so what what sort of creative things do you like to do, Sophia? Draw. Yeah. Read. Yeah. Make things. Write stories. People can't see you nodding. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um... And when you create things, how does that make you feel? Happy. Yeah? And do you think it makes other people feel good as well when they see the things that you're creating? Yes. I was reading something um, this morning in my Go Girl book, and then I got all warm and fuzzy. I call that feeling warm, fuzzy effect. <laughs> and, is, and is that a good one, is it? Yes. Nice. Apparently it feels like those fuzzies from Harry Potter rolling around. Pygmy puffs. Oh yeah, those. Who like I'm being surrounded by pygmy puffs. I'm going to have to do a lot things. of editing. So Kenzie, what are the sorts of things that you like to do that are creative? Is dancing creative? Yeah. Okay, well then dancing, singing... Painting, gymnastics, is the piano creative? Sure is. Okay, then piano. Yeah. I like staring at the innards of grand pianos to see (laughs) how they work. It's fun. I like seeing organs, like the piano kind of organs, not the... Not like hearts. Are they human organs? No. Okay, so you press something and so it comes out a pipe like 12 metres away. It's 
pretty amazing that someone oh, designed that, isn't it? Mm. What do you mean, like a mouth organ? No, oh. like a pipe organ. Oh, yeah. okay. I get it now. So, one last question. Mm. And we'll go to Mackenzie first and then Sophia. Oh. What's one thing that you can do today that's going to bring some goodness into the world? Not anything with plastic wrappers for the whole day. Mm. It'll be hard, but I'm doing it. Good. Sophia, what's one thing you can do for someone else that'll bring some goodness today? Do mm. them a picture. Nice. I look forward to seeing my picture later. Oh, thank you girls for joining me on the podcast. Kia ora, Cora. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. All right. So, what I want to talk about is kindness. Do you remember a little while ago and you got to wear a special something at kindy? Yeah. What did you get to wear? A kōrowai. A kōrowai. It's a cloak, isn't it? Yeah. And what do you get to wear the cloak for? Being kind. Being kind. Do you remember what you did that was kind? <gasps> remember someone did something on the monkey bars and what did you say to them? You did a great job. You said you did a great job. And how did that make them feel? I'm happy. Yeah. Do you like it when people say things like that to you? Yes. Do you think that makes everyone better? Yeah. What sorts of things do you think we could say to people that would make them feel better? I love you. I love you. That's a good one. What else? You're trying really hard. Yeah. And do you like it when people are unkind to you? No. Makes you feel pretty bad, eh? Yeah. What do you think you can do if someone's being not very nice? What can you do? Ask a teacher. Yeah? You can go get some help for it, eh? Yeah. Do you think that other person, maybe if you were kind to them, they might be different? Yeah. So you can just choose to be kind as well, can't you? Do your teachers help you be kind? Hmm. What do you do at home that's kind? Helping. Yeah, what do you help with? Tidying up. Tidying up, yep. You're pretty good tidier, eh? Yeah. And every week you come with me to the supermarket, don't you? Yeah. And what do you do at the supermarket? Help you get, um, fruit. Yeah. I use a scanner. Yeah. I find out how much things are. Yeah. So you you can be really helpful, can't you? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Do you like making things? Yeah. What sorts of things do you like making? Toys. Toys? Yeah. What do you make them out of? Wooden blocks and bottle tops. Yeah. So you're actually recycling things, aren't you? You're using things that could be thrown away. Yeah. Do you think that's good for the world? Yeah. Why is that good for the world? Maybe because then it's not in the rubbish dump. Yeah. What's one thing you can do today to be kind to someone else? Saying something nice to them. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Cora.
So it's only taken me nearly three years to get you on here, but we're finally here. So welcome to the podcast, the wonderful, the one and only Bex Dixon. Yay, thank you. <laughs> Great to be here. <laughs> yeah, well, you kind of had to, didn't you? Um, nor here queer. Who is Bex Dixon? Well, I come from Nelson and I am married to this lovely man, obviously, and yes. three children, as most listeners will know. Um, so I studied in Christchurch, had a wee stint in Auckland where we met and got married, and then have since moved back down here to Christchurch where, oh, what have I done? Been a mum, started... Two different businesses. So I had a cake business, which went from being a hobby into a business. And then just before the first lockdown turned into Sugar Lips, which is a sprinkles and baking supplies company, which now we run together. Nice. And I mean, you can get a hint of it there, even just from the fact that you've started two businesses. <laughs> um, but creativity is a big part of your life. Have you always creatively expressed yourself or is it something that you feel like you've grown into? I think it's always been part of my life. So when I was a kid, I loved singing and was going to be the next Mariah Carey. <laughs> um, and then I also, as soon as I learned how to sew, I was making my own clothes and jewellery and um I guess being in Nelson helped that too. It's quite a creative place and yeah, so everything was quite wild and out there and colourful. And I just, I guess through the years I've just tried out different crafts and hobbies and things like that, never really stuck with one long term, as is my personality, but just have enjoyed learning new skills and expressing myself in different ways. Yeah, even before I became a Christian and looked at creativity as part of faith. Yeah. Well, tell us a bit about that. How does how does creativity connect to faith for you? Because I guess in a, in large parts of the church, you kind of get the sense that creativity or you know the creative arts, especially, are added extras. So mm. it's about having the right set of beliefs, and then you can do these other things if you want to for a bit of fun. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I did used to hold the belief that being creative and things like that were just like your hobbies. And or even when you think of a vocation, I had in my mind, you know, go do the serious stuff and the serious study and then you can do that stuff in your spare time. But um, since realised that God made me to be creative and... So me spending time on creating things is important, as important as the other stuff that may seem more serious. And as part of my faith, I I just love that being creative allows us to create beauty and it shows God's beauty in the world. And yeah, it's amazing that God made us so we can be part of that. And 
for me, I think it helps me connect with God as the creator. I remember even back when I started gardening and just putting your hands in the soil and getting dirty and helping nurture something and create something. It's quite amazing when you think that it's like a small part of what God is like mm. <laughs> on a very small scale. But um, So same with things like baking and that, which um, people might do it for their families and they just do it as part of something that they do or maybe they don't even enjoy it at all. Um, but for me, I love the almost like the magic of these random ordinary ingredients coming together to make something amazing and then those are the kind of things that help people celebrate and you know bring joy into birthdays and other events and things like that so with the business that's what I love that we get to help people celebrate and bring joy and you know as a Christian that's showing other aspects of who God is and so I think in a very roundabout way to say that <laughs> I I just love helping create beauty in the world and showing people what God's like in different ways that they might not have thought of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like I really like that idea that you know, I talk a lot about bringing a bit of heaven down to earth. And you can get the idea that being creative has to be for something like for a particular purpose to be good. Um, or to bring good, but actually just the, the mere act of creating is bringing a bit of heaven down to earth. You know, that, that creativity is a representation of what the goodness of the world is. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's I mean, it's a joy to, to watch you do it, to be honest. And I think as well, just thinking about how we use music and singing and worship um, in our you know communal gatherings and such, um, that... I love it when different creative expressions can be used as uh, an act of worship. So like bringing what you've got, the skills that you have to um, present that to God and to help other people connect with God in that way is really special too. And so I think, yeah, certain parts of the church have kind of narrowed their view on that and not wanted to place too much, you know, emphasis on art and things like that. But I think, yeah, that's something that we can be encouraged by to bring what God's given you and just present it to him and help others connect with him through that. Yeah. So we obviously, like you said at the start, we run Sugar Lips together, um, but she was your baby first. So do you want to tell us a bit about, or for those who don't know, um, kind of a bit more about what Sugar Lips is and how and why did you start it? Well, I was making cakes as my part-time business alongside parenting and I was making all my own kind of sprinkle mixes to put in my cakes and other people showed interest in that. So I decided I would make some to sell and it quickly became the main thing and then cakes got pushed to the side. So they're right right pushed to the side now. So I just make things to show off our sprinkles and other products now. But um, COVID had a bit to do with that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the COVID thing was an interesting timing. So yeah, we launched the Sugar Lips website, I think 10 days before the first lockdown. And then people weren't able to buy things because we weren't essential business. And so then just tried to cultivate it online um, on social media and stuff. Um, but then it just grew from there. So we started with just selling sprinkles. And you'll probably have to go and have a look to see what they're like. <laughs> they're not like sprinkles as you know them. They we have mermaid, unicorn sprinkles at the moment, heaps of Christmas ones, 
lots of metallic shiny ones, all different shapes. And yeah, it's a super fun, like I know maybe a hundred different mixes at the moment. Mm. I don't even know how many we have. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've grown over the last um, few years to have more and more different baking supplies thrown in the mix. And so uh, as you got into it, um, and then as I came on board, um, we decided that we wanted to use the business to be generous. Yeah. Why is that something that is important to you? I think just the idea that, like, I'm the boss of my own business. I can do it how I want to. <laughs> I don't need to follow anyone else's rules. So, yeah, I like that we can we can choose how generous we want to be because we're the one making the rules. But it also, it's something that is just important in our daily life, in our family. So why wouldn't we do that in our business as well? Mm. Um, and especially with the organisations that we've decided to donate to, they're things that are close to our heart. And so that we can support them um, with our, in our day-to-day business is great. And, I mean, even not financially, um, but I should probably say what the organisations are, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So we support Inside Out, who work with Rainbow Youth to create safe spaces for them, and Voices of Hope, who are a mental health charity, just reducing stigma around that and telling people's stories. Uh, So just in our business in general, we have made inclusion a big um, value so we want anyone to feel like they can use our products our sprinkles and not feel um, like they're only you know have to be a certain kind of person to use certain colors or certain things so um, yeah we've purposefully kept that open and what what is it about inclusion that made you focus in on that as a value I guess I myself am in quite a privileged position, so I get included, but I've noticed how others don't. And I guess also our business being quite um, social media focused, it seems like quite an opportunity to to help break some stigma around those things and help share that message of inclusion and that and share support to people and you know share our own story around um, you know support around mental health and. Mm-hmm. Things like that. I think we found the the very colourful and vibrant nature of the business linked really well with Inside Out as well, didn't it? That yeah, you know, they're talk, talking about their people as rainbow youth, and so you know, the sort of fun, vibrant brand that they had, and and fun, vibrant brand that we had, just kind of naturally slotted together. Yeah. Um, so it's been really nice to support them. Um, but yeah, even in terms of. You know, thinking of about the generosity thing, the way that we conduct our business also then led into how we chose what accountant we wanted. Yeah, um, and again, right. that was you that found found Lisa. Who go back and listen to episode eighteen, and you'll hear a bit about Lisa, our accountant, um, and and how she does amazing stuff with her business. But yeah, mm. again, why? How did you find her? Why did you get attracted to? using someone like her? It might have actually been through Sal Lee, who 
be interviewed in another episode as well, um, <laughs> through a, business, a woman in business group that I was in, um, someone mentioned this accountant that um, was into social impact businesses. And so I went, oh, that sounds interesting and might sound like what we're after. And we were definitely needing accounting advice. So um, yeah, brought that to the table and, it, and she gave really good advice about how to structure our business to um, towards social impact. And so now we donate five percent of everything that comes in to these charities yeah what would you say if someone's looking to start up a business and they're thinking about this idea of having a social impact or you know should they do that or not what would your advice to them be I think it's easy to um, tighten our grip on and be worried that we're not going to have enough or yeah, to think that it's there's no way that something like that could work and it doesn't make sense uh, when, you know, you're just starting out and you have so many so many startup costs and that kind of thing that go into getting a business going. But it really is the kind of thing that if you build it in from day one as just part of this is how we do it, then it just works and yeah, it just becomes part of who, what, who you are. I think if you tried to add it in later, it could be done, but it would be harder to adjust. But, yeah, for us, it's just how we do it. And, I mean, our customers love it too. They love yeah. feeling like, I mean, that's not why we do it, but they do love being able to support um, these people as well. And they are all behind it. So, yeah, it's worked really well for us. And I think it's definitely worth researching and talking to other people like we did who do that in their own business and seeing how it works for them. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we we really believe in the causes that we support. So that's a big part of it too. Um, just doing it because you feel like you should, I think, isn't a great attitude to have. Yeah. 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 And I, I think I remember Lisa giving us the advice that actually using that percentage model, whether that's 1% or 10% like she does, um, using the percentage model helps you do it from the start because mm. you're giving away, you know, a lesser amount than you would a bit later on. But as the business grows, the amount you can give away grows as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing with the, the listeners. Thank you for your creativity. Thank you for your entrepreneurship and your <laughs> generosity and for what you're doing to bring a bit of heaven down to earth. Thank you. Hello, hello heaven Will I hear you whisper to come near So that's a wrap on Conversations for 2022. I hope you've found them inspiring, challenging, maybe at times a little uncomfortable and empowering to get on and bring a bit of heaven down to earth in the spaces you occupy. Look out for that special bonus, as I mentioned at the start, that should be coming out before Christmas, if I can get the stars to align and put it all together. Uh, but to wind things up at this stage, for all of you who have listened this year, to all or just this one, here is a blessing for you. May you notice heaven in your daily life, and the beauty around you, and the good that is done for you 
or by you. Enjoy that is expressed even by those in challenging spaces. May you be drawn to a desire to bring a bit more of that heaven as you move through life, scattering goodness and beauty and love throughout the world as you go, that each place you've been will be left just a little bit better than when you arrived. May generosity be a way of life for you, sowing seeds of generosity in others that they might pass that generosity onto someone else who needs it too. May you be awake to the small things that can change the world for others. Moments when a simple smile can make someone's day, when someone just needs to hear that they are loved, or even just noticed. May you also be on the receiving end of these small moments, where others can be for you that which you need to bring life and joy into whatever situation you find yourself in. And may that spur you on to continue to do the same for others. May you feel permission to have questions, to have doubts, to wonder if what you believe needs to shift, if it's bringing a bit of heaven or in fact hindering the work of goodness in the world. And may you have people in your life prepared to journey with you in those spaces without trying to fix you or solve your problem. People who are content to be with you as you wander. May you know the story of Christmas in your life this year, whether you're religious or not. A story of compassion, generosity, embodiment, reality, sweat and toil, the commitment to goodness and joy even in the grittiness of life. May that story come alive in you and through you to those around you. And finally, may you know you are seen, you are heard and you are loved. Thanks to Strawn for the music and Rangi for the karakia. Join me again next year when I bring a whole host of awesomely ordinary people to you with fantastic kōrero about how they are bringing a bit of heaven down to earth and the world around them. If you know of anyone who I should be talking to, please let me know. Uh, you can do that through social media or emailing me at downtoearth.conversations at gmail.com. People who are doing life just a little bit differently from the rest of us. People who get the goodness of life and are passing it on to others. People who have had a shift of priorities from the dominant narratives of our culture. Or people who make us think well about what we believe and why we believe it. It's all on Down to Earth Conversations in 2023. Until then, me Hum mai kia mātou ai nei, he taroma mātou mō tēnei rā. Mūro mātou hara, me mātou hoki e muru nei, i o te hunga, e hara nā kia mātou. Aua hoki mātou e kawea, kia whakawaia, e ngari whakorangia mātou i te kino. Amen.